any earbuds yeah well, I gotta play. This, is, this is a sleeper classic song right I'm telling you. first but of all the video I, was was fire well the video was like groundbreaking back in the day if y'all don't it know was this like, is aha aha take on me aha, 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 aha. i have some thoughts about this song well i can't tell what this song is about Plus, my childhood was spent mishearing lyrics. And I thought the first line of the song was Don King's Away. Don King's Away. Like, I, what does he even say? Donkey's Away? Like, what it was? <laughs> Don't keep. I mean, and also, I'm trying to figure out what the hell this song is about. Because he says, take on me, take on me, take me on, I'll be gone. In a day or two. I don't, yeah. Like, is, is he it, saying, like... It's like, is, is, are they talking about fucking? Well, it, it's, like a, it's like he's challenging someone. Well, let, let's let's look at the lyrics. All right, we're talking away. Hmm. I don't know what to say. No, I don't know what no. I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. Whoa. Today's another day to find you. Uh, shying away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? <laughs> take on me. God dang. Take me on. I'll be gone in a day or two. Wait, oh. so needless to say, of odds and ends, but I'll be stumbling away, slowly learning that life is okay. Say after me, it's no better to be safe than sorry. Damn, that's kind of deep. Oh, shit. Okay. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. So Hang this on is, a minute. So this, this is, is a lot deeper than, than we. Okay. We just stumbled upon something. So my interpretation, which would probably be close to yours, he is really saying, are we doing this or what? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say something and it's now or never. Is it? A, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what he's, so he's saying, take on me, take me on. I'll be gone. So he's like, well, do you, you want me or not? Right. He, he's like, he's basically right putting his dick on the baby. table. Da, 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 Come and check me. Here I am, am, baby. Take me. Take me many, by the and and how many how many <laughs> song references can we do? Right. Um, but it's so, deep well, it's deep because it's something that you and I have recently been talking about. About like rejection. So this is this is really a song about rejection. He's putting it out there. He's like, look. Take take it or leave it. I'm I'm out in a couple of days. So yeah, what's so I'm it gonna, gonna be? say I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say, and if you are with it, take me on. Um, yeah, but if not, come get I'll, this dick, I'll learn, girl. I'll learn to live with it, and that, well, that's what he said in the second verse, right? Yeah, it's, uh, so needless really so profound. needless to say, of odds and ends, it's like so needless to say, of odds and ends, but I'll be stumbling away, solely learning that life is okay. Say after me. Say it's after no better me. to say. It's no better to be safe than sorry. 
Damn. Deep. That's deep. So that's that's really heavy. That's this is okay. By the way, I'm, yo, yo man, let's break the fucking. This is this there. actually a third verse too. You don't see that much. You don't see verse that many verses. So all the things that you say, yeah, it's, it's, is it life or just to play my worries away? You're all the things I've got to remember. You're shying away. I'll be coming for you anyway. Now that's a little, that's, that's a little rapey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, 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 I like to give the benefit <laughs> of the doubt that it's okay. just, you know, if someone is unsure about something, but you can be confident in it, you know what I mean? And and I I don't think he's intending this to be any in, in any kind of creepy way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's just my thought. I wouldn't interpret it that way. It's just like, yo, this is how I feel. And and I, do you think do you think people are scared to feel things? Like, do you like? It, when someone's very vulnerable, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, it's a very interesting place. I think it takes a lot of strength uh, to be vulnerable and say what you actually mean and say what you actually feel. I, I believe so too. I, because I, you, well, because you run in a, a, a an immediate fear. Well, not immediate fear. You run an immediate threat of of uh, annihilation. <laughs> right. Well, depending uh, on how you interpret. Well, I, I mean, damn, that's that's one way of putting it. Um, I wanted to put it lightly. It's well. What's interesting now is like the the state of mind that we are in as a society, whereas we've become more adolescent and we are more sensitive. So saying what you really mean is harder now. You know what I'm saying? That's um, true. It's much, much was harder it, because... Is it, was it harder to do because of how it will be taken? Like, how is it... Right. I wonder how is it frowned upon now to, like, really be... You know, because, like, it's like the it's like the emo thing when it's, you know, there's this balance of... If you want to talk about it, well, any kind of trait, like, oh, it's, it's strong to... At least when I was young, mm-hmm. I was right home, you know, it was obviously based on, you know gender, you know, right. um, men, you know, you don't cry, you don't tell people, you suck it up and you just, you know, and then, um, I guess the opposite for, for females, I, I don't really find that to be the case. Um, it, it shouldn't be that way, but I think there's a, there's a, there's definitely a strength in, that's what's funny about it. Isn't that the irony of it? Because like, oh guys, you're supposed to be, or whoever, when you're strong, yeah. you, you, you just suck it up. It's like, I think the strong thing is really being honest how you feel. Like, yeah. cause that's, that's the scary part. The easy yeah. part's not saying shit. You just go, well, what are you going to do? Right. Now? It's just to keep it inside, repress it. Um, yeah. The, I mean, there's some, there's some interesting aspects of it because if you're, if you're willing to be vulnerable and, and, um, that is kind of the art of not giving a fuck is like, I'm going to put everything out there and I'm going to just lay it on the table. I don't care what your opinion of it is, because at least in the end, I'm expressing who I am. That's important because most people are too afraid to do that. 
I'm expressing who I am. You don't have to agree with it, but just know that at least I have the guts to say who I am. At least I have the guts to actually put myself out there. At least I have the guts to not feel like I have to bottle it inside and keep it as a secret. Because we, like to me, keeping secrets takes way too much time. There's two things that take way too much time and are very exhausting. Keeping secrets and also hating people. They're yeah. both extremely exhausting, extremely exhausting. And like, you got to wake up every day with a secret in mind. And then you got to wake up every day with, with the motivation to hate, which is way more exhausting. <laughs> and it's funny be it because as, as, as we look at stress, as, um, as we talked about this, as it's kind of easy to go down a negative path, hate itself is so exhausting that one, it triggers a fight or flight response all the time. So as soon as you see what you hate, then your adrenals just start to like you, your nerve, uh, norepinephrine is all is secreting and, and all this it, yeah. stuff. Yeah. You could feel it. Like you get that, that feeling. Adrenaline right in there. Yeah. That yep. adrenaline rush. And then the thing is most of, most of the time you don't even act upon it, but then when you do the repercussions of that, knowing that there's going to be a repercussion to that, and then you follow through with it. One, in a, in a sense, it is, there is relief to it, but then now you've taken on the, the opposite of that. You've taken on the change. So say like, for instance, I'll just throw out something like, just like, Say you go out and there's somebody that you hate and then you kill them. Well, then the repercussions of that is that you've killed them. Now you have to live with that. But not only do you have to live with that, you have to live with the repercussions because you know that it's against the law. And so what happens with we that? Did, then you go to prison. We talked about this last week. Yeah, you go to, yeah, exactly. You go to prison, you get butt fucked, and now everything that you hated you become and that's the problem with with hate is that you end up becoming your your greatest enemy well that yeah well that that's, that is it is consuming and but you know it's 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 funny to think that you know if, if you listen to people's tendencies this all it, all these roads lead back to one way uh, or, or to one kind of aspect in that it's easy to complain about things and, mm -hmm. and it, 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 because you don't have to do anything about it it's right. easy, excuse me it's easy to whether you literally hate people or you hate on someone or you criticize someone it's much harder to be a loving person that yeah. like genuine i don't mean the yeah. bakery kind because the bakery kind is uh, just as evil as hate, um, yep. if you want to put it in those kind of terms. But love is is natural and easy to do, and requires less uh, force. It actually is regenerative. Um, if you, I mean, you, I think you posted something, or somebody posted something. There, they were talking about sex, and it's it's positive benefits there are a lot of positive benefits to uh, we're not just gonna make this a physical thing 
but but even think about when think about when someone says something nice to you or flattering to you genuinely you know mm-hmm. what i mean and you you do feel good you're like oh that was a little boost and it's like a natural boost but then when you if, if you expel your or expend your own energy in being negative or uh criticizing someone or hating someone um it just depletes your own energy and for what like i mean i mean here's the thing i'm not a goody two-shoes you you don't have to like everybody that's not a fucking rule on the planet and no you're not gonna like everybody you don't you're not required to like or even love everybody but there are just some people you can be indifferent about and say okay they do that okay but when you start burning energy to hate someone or to really go out of your way to make sure they know how you feel now you're yeah. just you're you're punishing yourself really right. you're like i'm spending my time to let you know that i cannot stand you and it's right it's 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 like the like social media is is where this man where you can see this manifest mm-hmm. where it's like people are taking their i i saw um and I won't go into details because it's irrelevant, but so I guess someone I follow uh, has a certain uh, political belief in it. I don't even know. So I have a lot of friends on like certain platforms I don't even know. But they were talking about something, and but I saw they had taken the time to comment on a post where the person that posted it was never going to see their comment. Because it was someone like in government, and you mm-hmm. know they don't run their page, right? So you're you're thinking. Well, I'm thinking. You're. I felt. Well, I didn't feel any kind of way other than observing. You just burnt a lot of calories to show people how you have disdain for this person, and thinking is that person gonna be? Oh well, I better stop what I'm doing. They do not care. Which I is don't. Fine. I just don't. I it's I'm finding it I just don't understand why people choose to put their energy so much energy into calling out negative shit when you could actually put the energy into doing the opposite and living that way because it's it's much more productive like it's yeah you know what i'm saying it's like calling out negative shit you first of all you you're not going to change that person by telling them that what they're doing is wrong right this is a road we've gone down plenty of times yes yeah, it's, it's that's that's why the, the 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 real raw truth is cha- you know change yourself right and you're so worried about the world worry about what you're doing exactly you know and and, and all that um you know but interestingly, once again, we, we become hypocrisy because here we are doing that. So let's Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> here's, but it's, it's, it, here's the thing. It's not, it's not as easy to, I don't want to say easy, but it's like when someone talks about, you know, showing love, you can just show love, you know, and, and that can be in a lot of forms, you know what I mean? It's not um it, it just more about building and creation yeah. instead of um destruction 
uh, which is, you know, a lot of, but a lot of times people will, um, well, what, how do I reframe this? Here we go. Reframing this, uh, like a couple or last week, um, being positive or at least being, um, with a building mindset does focus on possibilities, which require, um, work, uh, mm. quite a lot of times, even if you want a relationship, a relationship is work. People don't, people don't like to work. Yeah. But by the way, but if you like the gig, like if you in love with somebody and you love loving them, isn't that a job you love? But it's still yeah. a job. Yeah, I mean, like, I was, I was listening to a podcast, I was listening to a podcast earlier about, um, this guy who I forgot what country he was in. And he was talking about like arranged marriages and the way that people see, um, see their, their commitment and how it's a lot different in some countries than it is say here and how we should learn to embrace um that there are other ways of seeing life and you might not necessarily agree with it but if they felt as if they needed it to change then they would fight for the change um there are some some like there are some purposes in some countries for arranged marriages when it comes to um the suitors and and also um how and culturally there's 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 a reason to arrange marriages as far as how that family is going to a lot of it is still kind of old school i need to plant my seed i need to form other generations and i want to make sure that i carry on my legacy into the next which in a way is um i think there's a lot in my perception of it is a lot of ego to that um and I think it's just this not accepting your own mortality, where you feel as if we look at other species and we, even viruses, we see how viruses do the same thing. They just want to multiply. We see how even sperm tries to do the same thing. They'll fight to actually get into that particular utopia and then multiply or whatever. But um, we, I think it's, extremely important for us to recognize that what we end up doing as a society and as countries is we try to spill our, our our ideologies on others instead of just accepting that yo this is my shit and i'm just going this is the shit that i like this is the shit that i want to do and as long as as long as i'm not trying to pour my shit all over you then i I should be able to just accept it if, as long as I'm not hurting somebody, as long as I'm not trying to like impose my, my views onto somebody. Um, I think we should, the, if we were more uh, accepting, then I think there would be less violence. I'm not saying that people still wouldn't try to convince others, but I think the best way to convince people is just live the life that you choose to live and and be happy with it and you you don't necessarily need to to preach about how you live like i gotta right. stop doing that i gotta stop doing that i i know certain things work for me but i don't unless somebody is curious and wants to know more then i'm not that's the only time that i'll i'll share it 
But until yeah. then, I'm just going to just kind of just embody my values onto myself. And even if somebody else has an opinion, I'll actually accept their perception. And here's the thing about it. If you don't like what we do, and every time you engage with us, it's all about what you don't like, then you're actually choosing. It's almost like a very masochistic way of, <laughs> of living because is. And people yeah. do that. People end up looking for things to hate, things to dislike. A lot of people, there's, you know, you, we all got friends that end up complaining about stuff more than they actually uh, adore certain things or even talk about good things. They'll complain more than, and it's interesting because what you're doing is you're sharing your suffering with people because you want other people to to feel that suffering with you but is that healthy is that a healthy way a healthy perception it's not and i think it'd be more indicative to our mental health i'm using big words that we do whatever we can to because the like we always say complaining is easy it's mad easy but actually putting the action into doing, moving away from the, the things that, uh, that you complain about, like the avoidance, I think that's the most important thing that you can do. If a, if a bear is about to attack you, are you gonna stand there and complain that this bear is about to attack me? Or are you gonna get the fuck out of there? You're like, oh, come on, man. So for instance, things that you might be offended by, if, if that triggers offense, then move away from it. You don't have to try because everything exists for a purpose. Because what offends you might not necessarily offend the next person. So if it offends you, then do not entertain it. You no longer need to entertain it. Move away from it. Avoidance. That way, it could not be so offensive to somebody else because somebody can actually use it for purpose. And in some ways, even the things that might offend you can actually move you towards enlightenment. It can mm. move you towards working to something instead of just avoiding it. Yeah. And that's a very stoic way of taking particular energies and using it to your advantage. That's the, that's the idea of anti-fragility is being able to take something that would normally destroy and actually use it to your advantage. You can be the flame that's that's on the match. You could be a flame that's on the torch, or you can be the 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 wildfire that the the common thread between all those is wind. And wind helps one of them. Wind is resilient to the other, and then wind kills one of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's important to be able to take certain things and use it to your advantage because everything has a positive and a negative. Everything. Yes. Everything. Everything has a yin and a yang. Everything. Yes. Everything. And, that, and that's, that's why it does exist. Exactly. Because it has opposite. It has to have an opposite. Um, that's, yeah. I mean, you just said it uh, quite a lot. Um, and if you 
if we go down that road, it, eventually anything you say um, could be found offensive to anyone. Um, you know, then, then you're just back to saying nothing, um, which which is also one of my favorite uh, concepts that is in an Alan Watts lecture. I, I listened to a shitload of Alan Watts over the weekend. I had a very chill weekend. I just kind of zoned out, listened to him. He talks a lot about, uh, when he's talking about music in particular, use the analogy of music and says, well, you know, the note, the note that you're hearing now, or the next note's affected by the note before that. So that's the, the old thing of where we talked about painting the present. So you're, you're really painting the past. Mm -hmm. So that's what he says. So listen to interval and not just time, but pitch. It makes like, you know, think about, think about take on, or what is it called? T yeah, take on, take on me. Um, I was just taking me on. So like that note at the end is so iconic. And why is it iconic? Because it's this big jump. Yeah. So I just fix it. You're like, oh shit, I guess. And people find that impressive. So that sticks in your head. It's this, it's the change that's yep. different. So, and it, and think about that change in that it's, it, it, the, the flow of it. And then that change seems so abrupt, but you have to recognize the buildup because that's actually what it is. It's almost like, when you when whenever you see somebody about to jump into double dutch and they're, they're going yeah. like they're going yeah, back yeah. and forth and they're just waiting for that it's like when you, and then when as I'm soon as they get in exactly oh yeah 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 well we can relate it to freestyle and, and yeah. be like yeah i yeah. got this yo yeah yo, yo yo and then what you say better better actually leave an imprint and that particular mm. <laughs> that, that particular that note leaves an imprint, but it's based on what builds up to it, as you said. Yeah, but that's that's interesting. And actually, if you listen to that song, I'm going to go production dork on you. When he hits that high note, the beat goes halftime. Yes. <laughs> yep. So it's his emphasis. By the way, that song always makes me think of um, the, or the beat when it comes in. Mike, this is the same guy that produced Maniac. He's a maniac. <laughs> I think somebody had that on a drum machine in the 80s, and they're like, just use that drum loop. Again. There were was, was several <laughs> of those. Yeah, just recycle it. Um, I wanted to bring something up before I forget is, mm -hmm. um, and maybe I'm sure we'll find some philosophy in it. You were talking about uh, fire and wind and, and all these different elements. Well, I woke up this morning and I heard it was going to storm today and I was, I had breakfast. I was paying, uh, like going through my phone and paying bills, you know, um, and sitting in my bedroom at my desk with a Turn lamp on. In my room. Mm -hmm, that's right. And I didn't really look outside even though I have two giant like door length windows, the blinds were closed. But I turned around and went to my living room. It was dark as dark night. Dark as hell. Oh my God. In That's my living room. Shit. And it freaked me out. It was like 1030 in the morning. Oh, I was God. Like, what the fuck? So then I get, that just I, get me a Indiana. I get a text. Oh, from, shit. 
one of my friends. Oh. (laughs) Text from one of my friends says, I have to be very careful when I say this, it's not to be misinterpreted. He said, Nader's coming. (laughs) N A D E R S, for anyone that might have misheard me. Nader's coming. I said, What? So it's my friend who lives not even a half a mile from me. (laughs) He says, I can see it. No, he's basically like, it's coming. It's coming right for us. You know? Um, (laughs) Nobody nobody under 30 is going to get that. Anyway, um, (laughs) so uh, I was like, what? And then I get a phone call, and someone's like, hey, uh, how is it over there? And I look outside, I'm like, I mean, I don't. No wind, no. Like it's it's dark, it's chill. Like, well, there's a tornado in your neighborhood. I was like, what? (laughs) And I look, and I actually went to the freaking news report. uh, I I didn't know until a couple minutes later. A fucking funnel cloud went over my neighborhood. Like the like, I'm getting dorky on y'all, but the the radar indicated a very obvious tornado echo. And I when I mean over my neighborhood, it could have been over my place like wow where they showed it on the map i was like i don't know if i've ever been closer to a tornado in that's my life. awesome it literally sure. went through my neighborhood and kept just chugging northeast um I-, I didn't hear of any like crazy crazy damage but that was a weird thing like i, I didn't see anything i, I-, I- so what it made me think of two things it made me think of the ario speed wagon song which is one of the easiest songs to karaoke because it literally says ride in the storm out da, 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 ride in and i said like four times anyway but it's interesting after the fact that you can have been through something and not know that you had been through something because yeah. here i was going yeah, like, I mean, it seems all right out there. It's, but then when I saw video footage, like, just from the highway, that's right behind my place, it was nuts. It looked nuts. Like, it was insane. Well, even yeah. on um, on the Weather Channel, it said, deadly southern storms kill one person near Atlanta. Jeez. Yeah. Well, either way, it was it was kind of nuts, but it did make me think. I was like, this is possibly podcast material because... I was totally unaware of the danger, but I didn't, I mean, I don't really, storms don't freak me out anymore, but I really was just very zenned out and was like, oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) And then I was was watching the weather after that going, yeah, that was, uh, damn, that was kind of close. You brought up something interesting about, um, please, like being, being unaware and like once somebody gives you the information how like there i know people that have um gone through trauma not during the experience but after the experience happened and i've done that as i'm, I'm as a matter of fact now i'm recalling i was nine years old it was in 1986 and I, me and my brother we woke up and we heard walkie talkies and we heard like glass kind of being kicked around and um weren't sure what was going on i forgot what how it was like i don't even remember what time of night it was but um 
neighbor comes downstairs and rings the doorbell. And oh, we also start seeing like um a lot of fire trucks fire trucks come onto our um on the service road and they pull up in front of the building that's next to us, 255. And um not sure what was happening. The neighbor comes downstairs and says that two guys uh were trying to put together a pipe bomb and they blew themselves up. Jesus. So, like, where my where my brother and I, where our bedroom was, it's it looks out into a courtyard. So it's weird because the buildings, all the buildings are kind of like side by side, and these are big buildings. These are uh, these are like six story buildings, um, and they usually have two uh, two sides to the building. So like, there's mad apartments, but then there's like two sides to a building. Um, and so like where our bedroom was, the window looks out into the courtyard and you can't even really call it a courtyard. It's just this, this middle piece and you can see piece, like, right. some of the other windows from right, right, the right. apartment across and then you, from the other building and stuff. And where the kitchen, where our kitchen is, you, we can kind of see, um, people other people's kitchens and and stuff like that so yeah. like you you can get highly entertained just just while you cook and look out the window and you see other people just doing all kinds of shit um, as well this came up as, as kids we we witnessed a lot of a lot of interesting stuff but the thing was once we heard about these dudes with a pipe bomb blowing themselves up we were yep. straight petrified i'm talking about like yes as if we already witnessed it as if we basically and right. think about kids with their imaginations you're just conjuring up all kinds of shit and my brother and i like as kids growing up we were very informed we watched the news we like i remember watching the iran contra hearings that's fucking crazy yeah, i remember, I remember hearing all about that, that yeah like and i remember thinking the like gold, seven like years old I, shit. yeah exactly i remember at seven years old and you know, that that i got aids I, it was fucked up i was a very paranoid kid but i was hi, hyper aware so that really put trauma like we were trembling we were petrified and the thing is if we had not been told that i don't think that we would have had that experience it got to a point where i couldn't even sleep i couldn't go in the kitchen because as you look out the window you see that the, like the windows blown out. Um, you can right. see that there's soot and all that shit. So already your imagination is just running wild about dead bodies and and everything. And like, yeah. it's so, it's so fucked up. Like I'm telling you, you kids have no idea. Growing up in the in the in the '80s and '90s, man, man, yeah, oh man, yeah. oh man. Well, you know, I I think there's this combination of i mean you know obviously is i guess you would call it ptsd kind of like that but but right. what i i think what it what it is is our brains are really good at recreating scenarios to where it's filling like in the gaps yeah. what could have what could have happened exactly and you're like oh it could happen it could happen it's like but it didn't you know what i mean but, 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 that's funny wait, wait i'm sorry because you just that leads back into how we overthink things and then we don't get anything done because we overthink things even when we complain about stuff like it's just that when you and i were talking about rejection and we overthink 
the what we think is going to be inevitable. And we don't even take the chance to to actually test our hypothesis. We need to be more yeah. like scientists. People should be more like scientists. Damn, if you have so an good. idea of something, then test out to yeah, just because if you get the no, then you were right. And you should be okay. So I just, think you would really be you would be better off actually. Yeah. You're like, well, I didn't go down that road and really, you know, yeah, no, I, I get that. The other thing that uh weird that we're having this covers it was it's not really weird. It always seems to line up. But earlier today I was talking with someone about this very thing that actually it was someone that works here um where I live and I live in a I have a courtyard, you know, well it's not just mine, it's everyone's and so they were asking me, they're like, is it weird like can you see in other people's places? And I said, well, this is a weird thing. I'd rather sit in the parking deck by myself in the way back of the park because I'm not really scared. I don't want people, I mean, I don't, I'm not doing anything. You know, I have time to sit out there listening to music or a podcast. But what mm-hmm. it is to me is I don't want people to think, it's, it, no, I'm just saying it's for me, but I think a lot of people do this. People don't really sit out on their balconies much because I think they, they don't want to think other people are watching them. And right. also it became uh, this person uh, who works there, they said, can you see in people's places? Like they were just genuinely curious. I said, well, here's the science of it. During the day, no, because it's brighter outside. Right. And not that I'm trying to look, but you just can't. You just right. can't. But at night, if people have their blinds open and their lights on, you can straight up see everything. Oh, hell yeah. Everything. So, but everything? Everything. Anyway, everything. Two by crew <laughs> um, is jumping in. So, but uh, strangely, in the same conversation that I had with this person today, we were talking about people's reactions or, or what we can build up in our mind. Um, and this mm-hmm. is like a projection of, of trauma, which happens a lot uh, also. I could even say it uh, in, in my position. And it's when, think about, a, a, a you have a baby, and you've seen this. People have kind of done this kind of as a joke. You could be holding a baby and like close to a door, just say, example, and knock your finger on the door to make a sound and go, oh, poor baby, like they hit their head. What does the baby do? They freaking start crying. Because they're like, oh, I did, I hit my head because because of your input. Mm -hmm. They had no no experience. They had no experience. You planted it on them. You planted it in their head. And now you've gone, oh, you got hurt, you got hurt. Now, hang on, you already know where I'm going with this. I'm only going to speak from my perspective because I ain't, I ain't starting no fires up in here, but with me being what society deems disabled, um, <laughs> that I was given a lot of that bullshit where I was not knocked in the head, but I was told I was going to be mm-hmm. and say, well, th- you're going to experience this, you're going to experience that. And then I, there are certain aspects of it I do experience. Mm-hmm. I'm, what I mean is what they told me, not what I have experienced, Right. if you know what I mean. Parts of it, I feed into the illusion. Okay. 
Hey Siri, stop. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, what the hell I said. Um anyway. <laughs> so that that to me is a fascinating observation that you know, even even it, it kind of intertwines with earlier today. You know, if, if if someone came over and like, oh, it's Simon, oh my God, I, I, the, this, the tornado was right over your neighborhood, you okay, oh my God. I'm like, and then I start being like, yeah, damn, oh my God. Yeah, I almost could have been real bad. But since, you know, I mean, I, I did But have, everybody knows almost doesn't count. There you go. <laughs> but, Sorry, I had to throw that in there. That is what's fascinating, though. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll run in with a tornado today, you know. I mean? like, um, How was your day? I'm a little running with a tornado, you know. Tornado went over my place, uh, some, you know. Um, so, but it is interesting. But even more interesting is that thing. Like I said, when when you are told that harm has been inflicted upon you, and we've all been there. Like, think, mm -hmm. think about think about if something happens uh, that just happens. And then someone goes, oh, you didn't deserve that. You didn't, that was so horrible. You didn't deserve that. And you're like, yeah, maybe I didn't. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, I was done wrong. Yeah, you know, it's, you're just being vetted by someone else instead of your own, it's, once again, it's all up, it's all interpretation. You know, someone could hear the same bit of information and, you know, yeah, for one. like tapping you on, you know, you're supposed to be offended, right? You know, that right. that was, offensive. I, you probably didn't know, but I'm uh, just letting you know that was offensive. Uh, hey, by the was, way, it, was it? Yeah, it was, it was seriously offensive. You, you, he just, she just shit down your throat. Mm, and you just guzzled it. Uh, um, it's amazing because like, you, you do have to be taught that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Well, like perfect example is. Uh, isn't it this weekend or something? Elon Musk is supposed to co-host. Are you switching? Oh, you're switching headphones. I I, I think I have to because I think my um my buds are about to uh be Take powerless. The yeah. Um. So Elon Musk is about to host Saturday Night Live, I guess. And I guess yeah. some of the cast members are like boycotting it. Why? But it's like I. They say he's like basically an evil rich man, I guess. Um, either I, I don't know. I don't know. It was really weird though because he's he's done quite a bit for the planet, um, and he's a very smart man that we actually really need. Mm -hmm. um, talk about someone who doesn't think about. You know, people see people like he and Steve Jobs as evil people, but Steve Jobs is almost like the epitome of. Think about when we were young and all this shit we thought would be cool to have, to have. And he went, let's do that. A lot like, of this, yeah. he, did you, did you see my post before we get into this, before we get into the beat of meter for the day, which is very futuristic. This is why I posted what I posted the other day. It meant a lot of things, but I posted, I was, you know, just trying to use a mm -hmm. cool picture of me. Someone hit me up and asked me what gang sign I was throwing up, which made me laugh. But I said, I think my quote in there, I said, you cannot see beyond a certain point. 
course, I added the yes, I'm talking to you. That just makes it. Yeah, uh, sort of. That gives that paranoid edge so everybody thinks it's about like, it. are you talking about me? Yes, that's exactly why I did it. <laughs> exactly why I did it. But, but people do that. And, but think about people like Elon Musk. Think about people like Steve Jobs. Um, I'm not in their, in their league uh, to that extent, but I am a very open thinker where I think, why not? And so why I can't do that or whatever. It's like, well, why can't I do that? What? Right. Because a lot of it has, I'm open-minded. Can you be open-minded about this? Right. And then if not, you're fucking yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, literally and figuratively. Because um, look at Elon Musk, all the shit that he can do. He's popping up rockets into space and they fucking land vertically. Like all this, if we saw that shit even 20 years ago, we'd be like, what the fuck kind of sorcery is this? Well, I think How are you any, landing a rocket? Like, any idea of change will always be met with, with, with like people will always be wary of it first. They'll be on the defense about change, but change is inevitable, and mm-hmm. I, I think we we have a hard time accepting it because so we'll we'll make it sound like it's evil because it's not something that we're a part of. It's not comforting because it's different. And so that perception that people give, that's why everybody wants to make somebody look like the bad guy, make somebody, um, especially if you have money and power, make somebody seem as if everything that they're doing is to destroy society. But people don't understand that people of power actually need society. Yeah, you can't just get rid of society because then then your, your your whole idea of what makes you powerful no longer exists. You you get rid of everybody. So everybody that has like these conspiracy theories about shit, pay attention because like if you get rid of what you're supposedly um, oppressing or overpowering, then you have no more power. So that's why shit keeps right, on because, being recycled. That's interesting. That's why shit yeah. keeps on being recycled and resurfaced is because it it has to maintain its power. The torch still has to be lit. Go back to the, the idea of anti-fragility and these the if nobody of power would ever want just a, a matchstick. They actually want a wildfire. Mm-hmm. They the, but right now everybody has the torch. Everybody has the resilience where they- you can blow the flame like right now. That's what's happening is th- this idea, this concept and um, is you're blowing on the flame and the flame might flicker a little bit and seem like it's lowering, but then eventually it'll rise back up. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and in a, just in a different way, but exactly. It's, it's just it's, it's just you're you're just rearranging it. You're yeah, you're moving it. You're, and, and and interestingly, and people will say, well, um, you know, if, I, I mean, if people want to create a new society, um, I'm all, well, I mean, sure, go, go do it. But also, uh, it's inevitable um, if we believe in, you know, human studies and human nature itself, mm-hmm. is that someone's going to be in, in charge. Yeah. And then it's like, well, why do you get to be in charge? Now you're the man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Think about it. We all, like we all need an I, a, a direction. We all need to be directed and we get our chance to be directors. Everybody's just looking for that chance to be the main director. They just want to shift the way that that the sperm is moving towards the egg. But 
we're still living. That is life. We are always moving towards something. And that's what the purpose of life is. If you look at every single individual um, living creature, they're moving towards something. And the, that's then once you've gotten there, then your existence no longer needs to be because the idea was to move towards something. But the, once again, if we, if we can go full circle before we... Yeah, before we beat a meter. Pull your, before pull Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, once again, but purpose requires positivity and growth and not complaining. Mm-hmm. There's destruction in complaining. It's tearing down what's there. It's like, well, what what do you got in mind? That's that that's what really is interesting about it. Yeah. Is when you when I look at people and go, Well, what's your fucking idea? J- tell me your idea. Give yeah, me your please idea. don't tell me I don't know. Don't don't complain. It's it's like people that talk about old shit. Yes, I'm talking about shit in society. Mm-hmm. Come at me, bro, if you if y'all want to. But people fucking harp on old shit, not saying it wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but it's like, yo, okay, well, what the fuck is your idea then? Right. You have to let, you have to give things time and it just takes time, mm-hmm. you know, but, but people say, well, I, well, if I did this, shit, okay, well, if you did this shit, what? Yeah. Tell me that. Is yeah, please let me, me know. Okay, cool. And then show let me. me know. Yeah, and show, show me. me. That look, this is, remember, I've been saying, I've been going through this, this, whole wild bunch of epiphanies the past few weeks and that is one of them it shit drives me nuts but people just talk and talk and talk it's like shut the fuck up and do something about it yeah and yeah like make a podcast make a make a podcast and complain about it (laughs) um or go to space and um you know make a and then just find another location to complain about shit yeah um it's red it's too red out here talk about (laughs) talk about the planet inner interplanetary system um i like to like if we're all going to mars let's just talk about let's just talk let's just complain now so that we're ready now now we know what's complain about it right so red and dusty around here (laughs) but a lot but i met a really hot girl along the way she was apparently a princess (laughs) <laughs> what the hell was going on with this video? I did like I really didn't look into this until later, but I watched the uh, the uh, some astronauts return to the Earth in the middle of the night, uh, Saturday night, mm-hmm. and it made me think about space. And I was like, "Oh, is there any space porn?" So I, I I literally just went to Pornhub and searched space, and this was the first video that came up. And um. What was the name of it? Could you read the title, please? Um, you seem so pleased. I mean, it's just I I I have my space taxi fit ebony. Hold on, <laughs> space taxi fit ebony babe with big tits fucked before cream pie. Wow. But isn't it called like space taxi or something? We had a friend that used to actually name porn. That was her job was to like sit there Did and, she really? and, and name porn. Yes, I didn't know she was naming it. Mm-hmm. I so think yeah, because I, I, I remember. I, re- I remember she used to tell us about like the the shit that people name and how fucking corny it is and shit. Hi, Jane. Um, so, but here's here's the thing about this video. First of all, is this supposed to be like in space in the future? Why are they putting these labels on? Like, is this yeah, right? 
You know what I mean? A hot blue chick. Like, I don't care what color she is, okay? Right. I would but hope by, by then by then we would have gotten rid of the the stupidity of racism. What was what was the movie um where it's not Avengers. What's the one with the Groot? Um, oh, guy, uh, Guardians you know? of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. You already know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The green girl was the mm-hmm. hottest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have a fetish. I have a green girl fetish. Um, I think her, what's her name? Gamora? Yeah. I don't really, was it? Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, and my name is Sodom. Man. So basically this whole video... The, there's a little plot to it, and yeah, I guess she's a princess. Please go ahead. Yeah, she's a princess. She decided to kidnap herself because she just wanted to get away. You know, uh, I guess we can't say first world problems, uh, <laughs> first planet problems, or first second planet problems, galaxy problems, galaxy problems. Um, and so she decides to to act as if she got kidnapped and shit. And this dude that that this, I, this like there's a ransom and all this shit and and it's like five thousand space bucks or whatever. Yeah. Said. Well, they so they both spoke bucks. they both spoke the king's English, so yeah. um, it was that was interesting. That 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 actually was probably my favorite part because I I love women with English accents. Um, yeah, and that was that was hot. I didn't really care for. I don't like fake titties, so I did they, not find this. Th- Fucking th- was like kind of just like, ah, oh, this is regular. Just there's nothing to it. I mean, it's just well, regular. Like I fuck better than they they do. But that's well. Here, here is here is the thing. Mm-hmm. There's a philosophy behind this video to me. Okay. You know, you know, everybody's just the same. Other galaxies. You know what I mean? Fake boobs are not all that great. They're still fake at the end of the day. And you, know, you think by now, better. if you're flying in space, your titties should be a lot better than that. Like they should. You 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 can just go like that, and then they perk up. And like the silicone shit is completely Activating. like silicone is no longer there. You have. I mean, I guess it is silicone still because you're probably a, a fucking a android. Yeah. You're probably a, a android anyway. So. Well, what what I what I really dig about this is, and this is what it, t- it tells me is, human nature is human nature. Oh, so here we are in this other, you know, pretend galaxy or whatever, and like the funniest thing though is, this this woman gets on this space taxi, and she just starts getting naked. Yeah, I didn't like, understand that part. Like, she just took off her clothes. She was like, ah, oh, you know what? And uh, uh, by the way. It, it, it reminded me. I think they ripped off Spaceballs. They definitely a did. Bit. Yes. And the when thing I saw about, it, I was like, "Is this why you chose this shit?" Every everything is like. I just want to name everything space because that's what they did in Spaceballs. So it's like, oh yeah, let me grab your space cock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you're, I'm, I'm gonna space jizz. I'm gonna space your space. That's 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 like a triple gape kind of joke. Oh, okay. Wow. wow. <laughs> that's heavy, yeah. Uh, we're, I want to space your black hole. <laughs> See, oh, we're space again, Jesus! You're you're really going light speed on me. Uh, um, uh, I was, uh, it's, it's, like, it's a space taxi. He's like, just, just a. Uh, you want to drop me off at 
Uranus. Shoot that champagne supernova in my eye. Someday. Three time torpedoes. All right, we got like three minutes left. <laughs> what do you rate this? <laughs> um, I, it was just bad. I'm gonna give it a three because, like, if I was in a space pinch, I would watch it. So, but, like, it, it was the three? only thing okay. I had on the spaceship. I gave it a three. So here's here's what I'm giving. I'm giving it a one because I actually took time. He he sent this to me very very late. Like it was around six o'clock. I was like, yeah. I don't have any time for this. I still gotta take a shower. Luckily, I had time to you try to spank, rub one out. Um, but it wasn't to that. I, it was that bad that I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to. I'm I'm not whipping my dick out for this thing. Uh, so I watched it, skimmed through it, and then I watched something else. Um, so I'm going to give it a, a nun. Yeah. A nun. There's not any yeah, kind I, of smut I that I would a, actually. I just gave it a three because it may, it would make me think I got to watch a better video after this. It might yeah, exactly. Inspire me. But this was, this better. was like, this was like forcing me to, I got to watch a better video now, but it is what it is. That's okay. Well, you know. They've gone to plaid. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what did we learn? Um, In the future, you got to stay young. Yes, you got to. That's what we learned. Stay young.